99.9 FM, that's Chronic saying cool as the breeze on Friday. But we're still feeling the breeze this Monday, right? I mean, you and I love our Mondays because Mondays set us up for an amazing week if we have the great mentality for it. And we look at it, glass always half full, not empty. No, not here, not on 99 FM, not on your inspiration station. So I'm now for our woman crush. And this woman's crush is proudly brought to you by NAMED. We're in the month of October and October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And 99 FM, together with NAMED Medical Aid Fund, will be bringing you information and interviews throughout this week just to spread an awareness for this very special and very important course to kick things off for the week and just give us that high and that drive forward. I am talking to Dr. Justice Applestate, an oncologist who will be telling us more of the most important things that we need to know, especially about breast cancer. And I have him on the line. Doctor, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Good afternoon, listeners. Good afternoon, Ziba. How are you today? Oh, things are well here in Cape Town. It's finally getting a little bit warmer. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Now, before I dive a little bit into um, the breast cancer, I just wanted to find out, Doc, how, how have you been managing with COVID-19 and the lockdown, and how have you been keeping sane? Yeah, uh, for us, uh, breast cancer is uh, in lockdown is a big problem because people were too scared to come for their regular screening examinations and early detection of breast cancer is crucial to ensure survival. <laughs> we have had, uh, it is generally recognized that uh, this lockdown has put breast cancer treatment and care about 10 years back. Because many women were not screened, uh, what we are seeing now in our practices are more advanced cancers because the women have not come. So it's actually a very tragic story because in contrast to uh, COVID-19, where we now know that the mortality is actually very low. If you, for example, which is very common, if you delay breast cancer treatment by six months, you will have what we call stage migration. The tumor is more advanced, requires more intensive therapy, often chemotherapy, often uh, biologicals, often radiotherapy in addition to surgery, and has a poorer outcome. Oh, wow. So let's get into that, dive into it a little bit deeper. How important is it for early detection in the fight against breast cancer? You know, uh, if we uh, detect uh, breast cancer at screening, that means at a mammogram only by the woman can feel a lump in her breast then we have uh, a practically normal survival, like the woman uh, were not to have breast cancer. Whereas if the woman waits till she has a lump in her breast, about 30 women uh, out of 100 will have recurrences of the breast cancer and ultimately die of it. So this just illustrates how important early detection is. And what are the odds, really, of, of surviving breast cancer, whether um, between the two differences, early detection as opposed to late detection? Yeah. Uh, if you, um, the best, obviously, is screening mammography, and that from age uh, 40 onwards uh, on an annual basis. But even before that age, we have a, a very young population, and that means we see uh, quite a couple of women who are below age 40 with breast cancer. If you have a lump in your breast, don't delay. Go and see your doctor immediately. And the younger patient, most of the lumps are benign. They are cysts, which is just fluid-filled sacs in the breast that are due to hormonal changes or fibroadenomas, which are benign lumps. But it is of paramount importance not to miss the breast cancer in amongst those. 
about one in six breast cancers in our uh, areas uh, here in the southern Africa is detected in women below age 40, and that is a wake-up call, mm. one in six. So you can never be sure that the lump in your breast is really benign. So have it seen to. Don't put it off. Indeed. Let's just look at the past 10 years. What have been some of the significant advancements in the treatment of breast cancer between 2010 to 2020? I think what we have, uh, what has come uh, into uh, practice, oncoplastic surgery and uh, immediate breast reconstructions by either prosthetic uh, or by uh, own tissue. Now, let me go uh, back a step. Uh, when I started in breast cancer uh, in the 1990s, uh, we were just doing breast conserving therapy. That was the big item. In the um, the, uh, in the 2000s, in the noughties, as we call them, there was uh, the advent of uh, more effective systemic treatments. The taxanes and the biologicals came in there and saved an awful lot of women's lives. And with the increasing screening, we see earlier breast cancers, or we saw earlier breast cancers until earlier this year, and we could not only restore the patient's uh, outlook on life, that means her long-term survival, but now in the focus is the quality of life by surgical techniques that restore the normal female form and not leave ugly scars that are clearly visible, or if there's a mastectomy required, the skin sparing, the nipple areola sparing techniques where the entire outer contour of the breast is preserved and the breast has a almost normal appearance afterwards. So we are rehabilitating the outward female form of the woman and thereby lessen the trauma of the diagnosis of breast cancer. This is an important part in the psychological rehabilitation because survival we can ensure if it's early detected, but now we must regain quality of life. Yeah, truly. But I just also want to touch on just breast cancer prevention, especially if you are prone to it because there's cancer in the family. Is there anything that we can do just to take care of ourselves before we even we get there, like health-wise, as young women and men? Yes. The, let's talk about uh, familiar breast cancer. Breast cancer families exist. We can uh, test for um, uh, predisposing conditions, and uh, we are currently very effective. Uh, you most probably are aware of Angelina Jolie's uh, fate. She had a BRCA uh, mutation. The, those are the breast cancer genes. But those are only two of only 84 genes that currently we are testing for. So we have advanced miles and then leaps and bounds beyond that. Now, that is about a familiar breast cancer would be about, let's say, one in 10 breast cancer. The other nine in 10 are what I would call, would call lifestyle diseases. And we know that uh, three things increase your breast cancer risk dramatically, and at least one of them is very prevalent. Number one is lack of exercise, and I think we are all guilty of that. Number two, uh, let's first go back to uh, lack of exercise. It increases your breast cancer risk by about one-third. Then we're looking at alcohol consumption, alcohol consumption uh, from no alcohol consumption to about uh, uh, five tops a day. That increases your breast cancer risk by approximately 50%. But 
but the biggest bugbear of mine is obesity. Uh, if you gain uh, in between your 20th and your 40th a year of life some 20 kilograms, and many women get that far, unfortunately, then you will increase your breast cancer risk by about 50 to 100 percent. So on a population level, lack of exercise, alcohol consumption, and above all, obesity are the biggest things that you can easily prevent and decrease your breast cancer risk significantly. Oh, wow. Really preventable. Um, you've, you've really just blown my mind right now because I was of the opinion that, you know, when you get breast cancer, it's hereditary and that's all it is. But to hear and find out that, you know, the other half of it is actually a lifestyle um, form of cancer is, is phenomenal, very phenomenal. Now, what is your advice as an oncologist for, for people out there who just got diagnosed with breast cancer? What is the first and next step? The first step is do not panic. Before we can detect the breast cancer in your breast by mammography, it has been there for two to three years. Before you feel a lump in your breast, it has been in your breast for four to five years at least. So you have time. It's a chronic disease. Breast cancer treatment is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And whether you're being treated today, tomorrow, in a week's time, or even in two months' time generally doesn't make any form of a difference. So you have got time to sort yourself out. And do not take decisions in the initial phase of shock. But get let a couple of days go past and then seek out, and unfortunately that is so, I always use the example of the uh, car repair shop, where do you have your BMW serviced? At BMW. Why do you have it served, serviced at BMW? Because they have the tools, they know the cars. So in your breasts, why do you want to go to the equivalent of the dealer on the corner who says, I specialize in BMW, how Hyundai, Porsche, Mercedes, uh, Toyota, and what have you? You should go to somebody who does mostly breast cancer and very little else. And such people are around. And these people usually do more than 150 cases of breast cancer per year. They have a special interest. They know the imaging. They know the surgery about it. They know the, how these different treatment modalities interact. They've got access to plastic surgical support. And they go usually to international congresses and are on the ball as to what concerns the science. And you would want to go to those people because... It's just like Gary Player said, the luckier, uh, the more I train, the more I practice, the luckier I get. Indeed. In the medicine, we would say, the more patients I treat with this one disease, the luckier my patients get. Well, thank you so much, Doc. It's been so eye-opening um, and very, very informative. Very, very informative to know that, you, you know, we can take care of ourselves and our destiny is actually in our own hands. Early detection is impossible, but is possible. But first and foremost, prevention um, and lifestyle choices being made in the right way can help us in preventing this fight against breast cancer. So thank you so much for being with us here on 99FM. Thank you very much for having me on the program and thank you for listening to me. Awesome. And that was Dr. Justice Appelstein, an oncologist who was taking us through the fight against breast cancer. Woman Crush Every Day is proudly brought to you by NAMED.
Entertains Ochivarongo on 94.1 FM.